Welcome to Make the Grade with the success doctor, Stephen Green, where you'll discover actionable strategies to help your student to reach their academic goals, to excel at standardized testing, and to plan for the college admissions process painlessly. And now, here's your host, Dr. Stephen Green. Hey everyone, Dr. Stephen Green, the success doctor, asking the eternal question today. To tutor or not to tutor? To tutor or not to tutor? That is the theme of today's podcast. Okay, so it's a, it's a good question. Quickly, I always want to thank and show appreciation for everyone who has subscribed to and is listening to the podcast and is sharing the podcast. My goal always to give parents and students actions they can take right away right away, like in the middle of the podcast, pause it, do it, or right at the end to improve their academics, to improve their education. So let's get right to it today. Question, to tutor or not to tutor? How do you know if you need a tutor? If you've never thought about it, it's probably a legit question. Is there a line? Is there a threshold? Is there a critical mass? Is there a point where it just makes sense? So let's, let's talk about it. As you probably know, I run a tutoring company. I tutor many students uh, pretty much from about upper elementary school through middle school, through high school, through college. And I'm going to talk about the reasons why people pick tutors or choose a tutor. And I'm going to talk about some of the reasons maybe why you shouldn't. So number one, the most obvious reason to look for a tutor I think in almost everybody's thinking is because their grades are poor or maybe they're even failing a class. Uh, they're just struggling. They're not understanding the concepts. Hopefully they've gone to the teacher and tried to get help. And for whatever reason, it, it's not improving or ameliorating the situation. So they seek out outside help. Tutors like a coach. It's no different. If you want to get good at tennis, you take tennis lessons, you hire a tennis coach, you want to go to playing the guitar, you hire a guitar coach, gymnastics, you get a gymnastics coach, etc., etc. So the most obvious reason would be grades, performance in school. But there's breakdowns on that even as well. Most people do it as a reaction. Child comes home, they have an F on a quiz, the parent says, oh, gee, I got to get help here, and they look for a tutor. I would call that a reactive sort of strategy. Another way to look at it is proactive. Let's say you anticipate this. Uh, you know, the class just isn't going that well. Of course, this needs to be a communication. Uh, a communication has to be happening between the student and the parent or who will make a decision on getting a tutor. So there's two ways you can look at it in terms of grades. Number one would be is in a review, uh, a kind of a fixing way. The other would be to preview. I have a lot of students that come to me over the summer and they're taking, let's say, calculus in the fall or chemistry or, or advanced class that they anticipate having some trouble in because maybe they struggled a little bit in the requisite, the prerequisite class. So we can preview that class, get them through the first three, four chapters, say, before they get into the class. And they may never have to come back, but what it does is it greases the skids and it makes the class that much easier. So primary reason most people seek help probably always will be grades, concerns about grades, maybe already getting poor grades. But think about planning ahead. 
Nip it in the butt. Don't let a big problem arise from a small problem. Second reason I see is just, is just time restrictions. Everybody is busy. Everybody needs 27 hours in a day. You wake up, you go to school, you go to sports, you go to clubs, you go to theater practice, you go to after school activities. All of a sudden it's eight o'clock at night. You got two hours of homework. Ah! So there's a point of overload. The job of a tutor is to help you manage that. Sometimes it's just helping with the academics, but it can also extend to organizing and time management and getting your information in place and helping you through the processes of the school. If you're following the podcast, no, that's exactly what the maximum education protocol is. Time management, information management, and a daily success plan. So poor grades, big driver, time restrictions, general overload, a big driver. Another one is, I think, more of an intangible, which is just confidence. I've got many students that come to me, they have A minus grades, B plus grades. Nobody's generally going to complain about that. It, it's a strong grade. It's not perfect, but it, it's really good. But, but they're just not feeling it. They're going to the class, eh, I think I know it. I'm not sure if I know it. But they just want to get to that next level. They just want to go in and say, hey, I really understand what's going on here. When I have this quiz, when I have this test, I, I know I can really nail it. And that's the confidence piece. Another reason, number four, <clears throat> would be subject specific. I have plenty of people, and I know of plenty of students, who do great in four out of five major subjects. They're doing great in history and English and math, and all but physics, for whatever reason, can't get it done as well. Or maybe they're doing well in all the sciences, but they're not writing well. Writing's a challenge for them. So you have a subject specificity that a subject matter expert like a tutor can help you with. Last reason is sometimes people just don't get what they need at school. And I am not condemning the teachers for this. Sometimes students don't pay attention. Sometimes they didn't take good notes. Sometimes the instruction isn't matching the student's ability to integrate the information. So quick review, poor grades, time restriction and overload, to increase confidence for whatever, or for, for whatever reason, not getting it from school. The advantage of the tutoring, the drivers are, first of all, you hopefully will increase your grades. Maybe not with the first session with a tutor, but over time, the support should definitely put you in that direction. So it's going to save you time. It's efficiency. Tutors should be able to teach you in a half hour, hour session, maybe a whole week's worth of school sometimes because it's much, much more efficient to learn one-on-one -on -one, or even in a very small group than it is in a class with 30 other students. Ultimately, it increases confidence. When you know your material, you know your subject matter, you feel more confident, you're more willing to go in and try it, and you can fix this maybe on your own sometimes because now you have a better foundation to do it. Okay? So, these are just some of the reasons people tutor. Then you get into the other side of it, which is just kind of niche things like test prep, SATs, ACTs. That's something almost no one does well uh, self-directing and trying to teach on their own. So we've got the academic side and all the reasons that's probably a good idea over there. We've got the sort of out of school things, the SAT things and maybe specialized things like that that students are going to do as well. So if you're asking yourself the question, to tutor or not to tutor, 
you want to look at the value you're going to get from the tutoring and you want to look at the time frame. Tutoring isn't, isn't a quick fix all the time. Sometimes it's a long-term support system that's going to help a student have success and achieve up to their potential and they just need some help getting there. Okay. So tutoring can take place a number of ways. You can do it face to face with a tutor. You can do it online. There's a podcast I put out about how to select a tutor and questions you should ask before you choose a tutor. But I think these are things that a parent should ask themselves or a student should discuss with their parents before they pick a tutor. So, Dr. Stephen Green, the success doctor. I hope this has been helpful. I hope this entire series has been helpful. I'm going to keep rolling them out every week. I am looking for people to help me to share this. My goal is to get every student the ability to reach their potential. The more people that listen to this, hopefully the greater that reach and the greater that that happens. You can find out more at makethegrade.net. M-A-K-E-T-H-E-G-R-A-D-E dot net. You can see all the podcasts there and listen to all of them there. There's also a ton of information about tutoring in general and test prep and, and maximum education, all the ways you can help yourself and so on and so on. And finally, I would love to engage with all my listeners and subscribers. If you have questions, you have comments, you have things you want to talk about or discuss, uh, social media. I am on Facebook. There's a Make the Great Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram, you name it. I hopefully am there and able to accommodate and in, uh, engage in with the community. So that's it for today. I like to keep it short and sweet because I know everybody's busy, but the key is these are things hopefully you can take action on and use right away to improve your education. So over and out, Dr. Stephen Green. Let's answer the question, to tutor or not to tutor? You've been listening to Make the Grade with the success doctor, Stephen Green. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe. For more resources and support, please visit makethegrade.net.